Hi, do you want to go to a party with me? No, the game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, football, football. You know what that sound means, Bronson. Welcome back to another edition of the Next Level Nerd Sports Podcast. It is football season. Tomorrow, Dallas and Tampa Bay kick off the 2021 NFL season. And Bronson and I are with you to have a special bonus episode, an NFL preview tonight. Um, Bronson, I'm excited to have you on board tonight with me, as always. And we're going to break down, as we are Pittsburgh Steelers fans, Bronson and I, we're going to break down everything Steelers tonight and also give you our take on the rest of the league. So it's going to be a football-packed episode. Hopefully you football fans will be dialed in with us here. Uh, We record September the 8th uh, on the eve of the NFL season, the last uh, Sunday um, till February uh, with, with no football is gone and it is now time to get ready Bronson and before I do start and introduce you I wanted to um, go over a little uh, a few things uh, it, it is um, a sad sad week in Pittsburgh we lost a giant um, Tunch Ilkin um, former Pittsburgh Steeler great guy active in the community uh, former Steeler broadcaster as well um, just wanted this Shout out our condolences uh, to Tunch. Uh, lost his battle with ALS. Uh, gone too soon. 63 years old. Bronson, uh, he was uh, active in his church down here in the South Hills where I live. Uh, a lot of the pastors that I'm friends with knew him well. Um, I, um, my father-in-law, who's a pastor, um, has been at some events with Tunch. So this one hits a little close to home as well. Um, he was active in the Light of Life mission, um, help, helping out homeless in Pittsburgh. So just wanted to start out with that note. Uh, rest in peace, Tunch. Um, and also, as we are on the uh, near near the 20 year anniversary of 9/11, Bronson, I wanted to make sure we mentioned that uh, you know we never forget the the brave men and women and the, those who lost their lives on 9/11 as we mark the 20 year anniversary of that. So just as we talk sports and have a little bit of fun tonight, I wanted to you know start out with a couple of those notes. Uh, just just uh, that were on my heart, Bronson, as well. So I'll bring you in and see if you have any thoughts on on those two. And uh, Frank, thank you. Uh, thanks for the lead in on that. Absolutely. And uh, and I'll start with Tunch Elkin. I mean, and, uh, I don't need to really repeat what you said about, you know, Tunch in the community and uh, his strong faith. And and uh, I don't obviously don't know Tunch personally. I don't need you, although you have a, a mm-hmm. you very close connections with people who do know Tunch, uh, yeah. knew Tunch very well. Um, Oh, obviously, my exposure to him was his occasional appearances on like the DV Morning Show. Obviously, his, uh, you know, analyst job with the Steelers Radio Network, his playing career, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the early 80s, you know. Uh, but, you know, obviously, Tunch Wolf and, and Bill Hillgrove and, and, and Myron when, when Tunch was. Yeah, his- I remember growing up listening to the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh, that's my, my how I really have uh, uh, consumed my Tunch Ilkin uh impact there and uh, he did a fantastic job and it's good to have a guy like him you know uh who played at a high level in the nfl frank for a period of time so i mean it wasn't like you know he was just some guy looking for you know for a gig i mean he he played in the nfl at a very high level and and uh he was a, a hell of a player and, and uh 
an even more of a help human being, Frank. And uh, from what people who have known Tunch, I've heard this week, people tell Tunch stories and and share their experiences and their friendships with Tunch. Uh, he always seemed to be a guy who kind of wanted to know what you were doing. He didn't really want to talk about himself. He wanted to know how you were doing, how you were getting along, what where you were going on going in life, and and steps you were you were taking to you know achieve your dreams, achieve your goals, and. Uh, uh, so yeah, my heart goes out, of course, uh, to to Tunch's family, friends, um, peers, confidants, and especially a lot, you know, the fellow members of Steeler Nation, because this is a, this is a huge loss, you know. Uh, Tunch meant so much, so much to so many, and you could have definitely feel a lot of people who uh, we've lost in the, in the Steeler family there. But uh, um, this one hits hard. This one hits hard. Uh, oh, definitely a great man, and. Uh, and uh, it was funny. I was just reading on uh, Twitter. <laughs> I guess uh, they had touch a celebration of life the other day. Mm-hmm. And I guess this kid said, you know, they mentioned that their dad was so great. Even Mark Madden said great things about him. So <laughs> yeah, Mark and mentioned Mark, that on his show. Yeah, he, he felt very flattered that that mm-hmm. was uh, that that was mentioned. So I yeah. know. Uh, um, Again, uh, Godspeed, Tonchokin, and uh, uh, you will be missed, my man. And uh, and we move on. As you just said, Frank, it's been 20 years since um, the un, the un, uh, un, It's very hard to put into words uh, the yeah. impact of 9/11. Um, I think anyone who lived to see that, uh, you know, it's weird, Frank. I'm, I'm friends with a lot of younger people. There are people I'm friends with who weren't even born when that happened. Now we're at that age where people weren't even born when that happened. And it and it's. Uh, it's you know it's crazy to think that, but there is. But I think anyone who I think anyone who's who's alive still or around knows where they were at when 9/11 occurred. Um, I can tell you very vividly in a great detail where I was when each plane hit the tower, um, and just the the exponentially high number of lives lost that day. Yeah. Uh, it's something that I think about very much. Uh, I've seen documentaries, Frank. I've seen specials. Um, and I don't know why I wanted to do it, but I, I actually watched uh, a couple of years ago. I watched the Today Show. Uh, someone had it on YouTube. It was the live Today Show on the day of 9/11. And um, and I don't and yeah. I don't want to go too into the woods here on this, but like they literally had the camera on the on the second tower as it was being struck by yeah. the airplane. Yeah, everybody saw the second because people were looking at oh, the first. Man. Like, it was it's very chilling. eerie. Yeah. It's chilling. I could say I probably watched that a couple of years ago, so it was probably like what seventeen or eighteen years when that uh, get later. But it, it was just so chilling, Frank, and and uh, and obviously that's what brought us into the war on terror and Afghanistan. And then funny, it's we're mentioning Afghanistan and the things that are happening now with that Afghanistan now, um, but the war in Iraq and many lives lost. But uh, but no, I mean it's just uh, even when you look at the new the new tower they built, you know, it's just it's a reminder every day of the the sacrifices that. Um, many men and women made um and the lives lost and and i think that day you know america came together as one and then uh and you don't want that to ever happen again frank but uh we certainly not to not to get too political on this but we we sure could use the unity that we had uh uh, uh during that time frame now but uh mm-hmm. just uh kind of you know rambling on because uh it's just it's it's hard to put into words i'm a person who really honestly uh, never is at a loss for words, but it's hard to really put into words what that event was. And, and then it's hard, like I said, Frank, I've had to explain it to, to kids who weren't even alive when that happened, when they've asked me questions about it. And I, and I just tell them to do their research and look it up and read and watch mm-hmm. video because nothing I could say to them could ever exactly. uh, put put in perspective uh, what happened on that, on that very uh, tragic day. 
Well, Bronson, I mean, it's one thing we have at least is sports. And I, I remember sports being uh, a huge thing that helped the country heal and kind of get back to normalcy. And uh, that's part of our culture. And it was one of the first things to kind of give the, the country a shot in the arm. I'm watching a documentary on ESPN now. It's kind of a 30 for 30. Um, they're, they're doing every sport and how they how they came back from a hiatus in the first game. Uh, at Shea Stadium with the Mets and Braves and the Rangers first game, the President Bush throwing out the first pitch at the Yankees game um, and just how much of an impact sports had. So, you know, our our, our small little spot in, our, in the uh, entertainment world with this podcast hopefully brings some joy to people. I know it's uh, it's 20 years ago, but it's uh, something we wanted to mark. Uh, it's not a happy anniversary, but it's a milestone. Yeah. And I uh, just wanted to mention Tunch and 9-11. So thanks for indulging me there and giving no, me your thoughts. Man. But uh, it's it's time to get into it, though, Bronson. We yeah. have... Uh, we, we we're going to start here with our NFL preview. So turn, turn, shift gears a little bit to some, some happier, not, some more. Hey, fun. not to cut you off, Frank, yeah, yeah. but you kind of went ahead on me. You know, I know you played uh, your favorite NFL theme music. This is the list <laughs> one always got me pumped up. So here we go. It's of course the NFL on Fox. Yeah. NFL Sundays, Howie Long, Terry Bradshaw, and of course the, the rotation ha- moved over the years with Collinsworth over there. Then he went to NBC and and uh, JB, then Kirk Menefee. But then you always you always had uh, you know Joe Buck, uh, Dick Stockton, uh, and Troy Aikman and, and, and Buck have been together for many years. But I remember Dick Stockton. I know um, Sam Rosen does the play by play for NFL Fox. Frankie does the Ranger play by play. Of course, forever for for a long time it was Summerall and Madden. You know the iconic yeah. duo. So and that's buddy. That's and the five. <laughs> You see, you see, you see when, when, when the guy gets the ball and, and he runs forward, he's, he's <laughs> yeah, we'll have to vote in the comments. NFL on Fox, uh, Monday Night Football, Sunday Night NBC, or CBS NFL Today. And, what's and I know what's your favorite the theme song? <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off, Frank. Yeah, vote on the favorite theme song. And uh, before we move along here, this is kind of the NFL preview show, but I did want to get a, a, a get, take a little 30 seconds out of the time to uh, to say, um, uh, Frank and I had a chance to reconnect uh, this weekend in person, That's right. so, yeah, or two weekends ago. I'm sorry, but uh, we had a chance to hang out and uh, maybe we'll, we'll put our picture up or something on on the page or something. But uh, Frank yeah. and I did get to meet to meet face to face. I did get a chance to meet chance to meet Katie, Mrs. Frank, uh, and uh, and talking. We were talking to uh, our friend Jay Cortez. Uh, Jay and Caitlin were awesome hosts, and and uh, and and and, and um, your friend Ryan from Slippery Rock and and his and his wife that they were. Uh, it was, was uh, Levi. Levi, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm Ryan, Ryan is one of my friends. He wasn't. <laughs> I don't believe he was there that night. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Levi. I'm was sorry. There, yeah, so. It's been a long day of work today. I have to come and record <laughs> this thing. So, so Jay and Levi were there, and their and their lovely wives and Frank's yeah. lovely wife, and it was fun to to, to reconnect with them, and, yeah. and and talk to them, and meet and like I said, meet your wife Frank, and she was awesome. I had a, a good chunk of time to talk to her as well. So. That was fun, and uh, hopefully that won't be the last. Hopefully we get a chance to reconnect here in person again soon. Those fun times, but go ahead, Frank. Steer this, steer this ship. <laughs> uh, I'm running on fumes right now. I'm mispronouncing people's names. I'm getting people's, na- I'm getting people's names wrong. So, get this no, thing right. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, I wanted to start the show. I thought I debated with myself uh, in pre-show uh, meetings uh, if I would start with the Steelers and then move on to the rest of the league or vice versa. I, I actually do. I I decided on starting with the Steelers. 
Um, so if you are one of Bronson's followers that lives in Detroit or Canada, I know you have some friends on the West Coast, uh, you might want to fast forward to the rest of the league because uh, we are homers. We are going to talk about Oh, Pittsburgh. they'll listen because they're haters. They're <laughs> haters. That's true. They're, they can listen they're, they're and hate find out how much of a homer we are. They love to listen or, to see how much of a homer Or your buddy that uh, facts check us, fact checks us is going to probably listen in <laughs> and, and make fun of our. But uh, no, we're going to talk about Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers first. Your 2021 edition. Uh, of the Pittsburgh Steelers, some you know new new looks here. We have a new running back, a rookie running back, Najee Harris, a new coach on offense, Matt Canada. Um, but the one stalwart is once again Ben Roethlisberger under center, uh, thirty nine years old and what his sixteenth season. Pretty remarkable. Um, should be healthy. He stayed upright last year with the quick uh, you know three step drops. Um, got the ball out quick. Uh, Ben thinks he's still got it and has a chance at uh, leading this team to another championship. So uh, I'm excited for the 2021 Steelers, Bronson. Of course, an 11 and 0 start to the 2020 campaign, where a lot of people, you know, kind of saw that as them being overrated. The schedule a little bit easy um, to where they fell to one and four, one and yeah, one and four in their last five, and then a quick early first round wild card game exit uh, to the Cleveland Browns. So. Really didn't finish strong, and they're going to look to bounce back from that. Um, right now, one of the big clouds over camp, and we actually probably misreported this and have to correct ourselves, is uh, T.J. Watt did not sign yet. I believe in an earlier show, we were kind of taking that Jerry Dulac story and running with it uh, where they said the deal was done. Uh, apparently, it wasn't. Talks broke down, so, you know. We apologize for that error, but uh, everybody around Pittsburgh was saying that the deal was done. So it kind of kind of didn't have the right info. And TJ Watt still holding in. They're calling it a hold in, not a hold out. Um, he did practice today from from what I saw in the news. Um, full participant in practice. Still no new contract. Will it happen before Sunday? No one knows. Um, he, of course, wants the multi-million dollar Miles Garrett, uh, Joey Bosa money, which he does deserve. Um, but he is under contract one more year at a not, you know, and not nothing to sneeze at 10 million on the final year of his rookie deal this year. So it's a little bit ridiculous how these folks, you know, a lot of the times these folks, uh, these players have a year left on their contract and it's not, you know, it's not a small number, 10 million, but he wants to tear that up and get a huge extension with guaranteed money, which you can't fault him for. You got to go for, I guess, what you think your, your market is. So we'll see how that plays out Bronson, but, uh, my thoughts overall, uh, excited about Najee Harris. I'm excited to see what he can do. It is a very questionable offensive line, however. Uh, a lot of new faces, a lot of young guys. Um, will that hurt Najee Harris's running game? Uh, you have to have a good line to run. Um, I love our defense, as always. It's going to be the strength. Um, if Watt does play, you have one of the best players in the game. Um, you have a dynamic Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, I love... Everything they added on D, and that's Joe Schobert and Akella Witherspoon recently. So they get better at inside linebacker, stronger at corner. Um, and then the, lastly, I'll talk about the wideouts and the tight ends. Bronson Big Ben has a lot of weapons. You know, those four receivers, um, Claypool, Johnson, Juju, and Washington. And your tight ends, Ebron and the, you know, the, the rookie Fryermuth, who's looking great. Um all around Bronson, I don't see a bad team. I see a 10-11 win team, and later on we'll do the Mike Francesco. That's a win. That's a loss. That's a win. <laughs> Bronson and I will kind of break down the schedule, and oh, we'll do the 
we'll do the obligatory cliche win loss win loss win loss i mean go ahead fact check us later but just eye test <laughs> we're gonna look at the eye test and, and just see see what we think the Steelers I mean without looking at the schedule yet Bronson I know it's one of the toughest in the NFL because they were a division winner last year yeah um, I, I see 10 and 7 uh hopefully not 9 and 8 this new 17 game schedule is throwing me off I've been saying you know two numbers that add up to 16 for my entire life and now it's like <laughs> it's, it's 17 like you, now so you, gotta, you have gotta... to say if you're yeah. ten and seven, you're three games over five hundred. If you're nine and eight, you're basically five hundred. So like that's such a big difference. So yeah, you can't and, you can't finish five hundred. Yeah. yeah, the Steelers somewhere to me fit between nine and eight and ten and seven. Eleven and six maybe would be attainable. But uh, that's my thoughts on a lot of things, Bronson. <laughs> I'll let you jump in on all of those. If no, you it's re- fine. You threw the you threw the smorgasbord yeah. and you just and retouch on any of those and give me your thoughts. No. On all that. <laughs> you allowed your boy old uh, Sleepy Bronx over here to kind of get his senses him. about him. I'm butchering everyone's names and forgetting things. So Sleepy Bronx is back. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, you mentioned TJ Watt to start the, the, the discussion off. And uh, yeah, Frank, we were, I mean, I I, mean, I, I really admire your apology to, the, to our audience, but I mean, we were misled just like any everybody yeah. in the NFL media was misled on the, on the TJ Watt situation. Um, and it wasn't just Dulac. I I don't know if a DD Kinkabala was all over that either, but um, anywho, that we thought that there was a deal in place, and it turns out that not only was there not a deal in place, they were they were far apart. And as you said, Frank, you know, Joe, um, TJ Watt wants the he wants the boast of money, he wants the Miles Garrett money, but more importantly, and that's been really even the sticky point, is the guaranteed money, Frankie. And the Steelers don't give guaranteed money past that signing bonus, or at least past that first year. And uh, Mr. Watt wants a lot of that, if not all of that, guaranteed, and that's going to be the sticking point. Um, I know the media has kind of used uh, TJ Watts participation in practice today as kind of a, maybe a precursor to maybe that there is a deal in place. Uh, but I guess um, the jury is still out as we record now on that. Um, but, you know, I know uh, Mark Madden's been really uh, critical of, of, of T, you know, uh, not TJ Watts just sitting up, but like, or uh, not practicing, but uh, of, of paying him, you know, it's uh you know, he's under contract. This isn't a Love Bell situation where Love Bell wouldn't sign the franchise tender. The dude's still under contract for another year. You are you are being paid by your employer to show up, show up and play. These kind of holdouts, Frank, I've never really been a fan of. I understand people want money, um, but it's it's unreal. And and, and um, I do think when, when Sunday rolls around, TJ Watt will be fully dressed in, in the lineup for, for Pittsburgh. Uh, so, I mean, that's just my maybe my um, misplaced optimism there. But... Um, who knows what will happen? I mean, these next few days, Frank, and obviously uh, this will be released to the masses here in a few days. So maybe things will be settled by the time this drops. But um, these next few days are going to be very crucial uh, to whether we see a deal done. This isn't this isn't anything we haven't seen before, Frank. Uh, I believe Trey Polamalu had a deal done like Friday or Saturday before week one one year when he was in that contract okay. a couple years ago. So this is nothing. This is an unforeseen territory. But for it to be uh, allegedly quote this far apart, yeah, maybe that that's a case too. But um, I don't know whether they're going to give TJ Watt everything he wants or not. But stay tuned. I know Ben Roethlisberger came out today. There was an ESPN article saying, "Pay the man." That's why I restructured. That's why I took less. Yeah, um, Ben. Ben pay. got a little. I- I'll jump in, Ben. Yeah. I, I heard the comments. I didn't like it. I don't think he should meddle. Um, yeah. He Ben Ben for. I mean, I love. He's ben, not going to be around to really see this through. True. So, um, yeah. I, 
I love Ben, but he he oftentimes is too honest and and gives too too forthright of an answer. But he he pretty much backed the Steelers into a corner and said, <laughs> "Yeah, they should they should pay him. Why haven't they paid him yet?" Like yeah. so, no, he's, no. He, these guys love their teammates and they want their teammates to get paid. So and he had to throw in the comment, of course, that he took a, t- a discount. He's oh, like, I, 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 took, I took a discount so guys like TJ can get their money. He's always kind of egocentric like that. But well, yeah, but I mean, he's not going to be around the field. I mean, I don't. I'm sorry to say this, but Ben Roethlisberger should not be in, involved in any kind of football discussions. I mean, he's really not going to be around very much longer. And then, uh, no, I just don't see it. If you're not going to be around, you really shouldn't be trying to ne- needle your nose and personnel decisions. <laughs> which I understand he wants to be around as long as he's around. You know, yeah. they have a chance to compete, but. But stay tuned to the uh, T.J. Watt fiasco. I'm sure more news will develop as we come along. And Frank again mentioned Najee Harris. I mean, I don't really don't know more save that I haven't said in previous episodes around Najee Harris. Um, I think when the cuts came, Frank, I think a lot of people thought that uh, that um, Benny Snell football would be a casualty. They did not. That did not happen. Yep. Uh, Jalen Samuels ended up being that guy. Uh, but. Um, but no, I mean, I think I think this year goes as Najee Harris goes, and obviously Najee Harris goes as the offensive line goes. Um, obviously, there's some I don't want to say turmoil, but there's some there's been some shuffling around a little bit on the offensive line, and uh, it's certainly not um, certainly not ideal there. Um, and uh, losing losing Banner, uh, the recent news as well, and yeah, I'm not sure losing Banner. Who, who they moved to the right? They moved. Uh, uh, I think Chukes and then Corofor. some young unproven Dan Moore is going to. be. Oh yeah, up. that's the guy Madden's. Yeah, they moved them around, um, and so it's it's going to be tough. I mean, I, I guess maybe we need some time before we get into that. Well, actually, we're going to run here in that wood loss. I might need to think long hard about that week one against Buffalo. Maybe you can help me out with that one, Frankie. But uh, no, the defense looks like it's 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 set up ready to go. Like I said, I think TJ Watt will be there on Sunday. He'll be lined up. He'll be ready to go. I don't know if he'll play every snap. Obviously not, probably. But uh, he'll be there. And obviously with Melvin Ingram in there. And then Witherspoon, as you mentioned, that they've acquired. Um, you know, now we Devin Bush will be back from missing uh, most of last year with a torn ACL. Uh, you know, the, it, it looks like, you know, things could be firing on all cylinders, Frank. Another question mark, obviously, is whether Stefan Toot will get back on the field. Reports are he's at, he's been out of shape, but obviously he's grieving. He had a very uh, huge loss and the tragic loss of his brother. Um, so I guess some people are prepared for the fact that maybe he won't even play at all this year. So um, I, I don't, I, I mean, he, he obviously is a, huge, uh, a guy that, that, uh, that will be missed on the defense, but uh, um, you just hope that he can get his his mind right and then maybe can get you know if he is uh, out of shape and we get get everything get everything right mind body soul uh, emotionally uh, just get right and uh, and when he, well, hopefully he can come back uh, you know this defense can even be more potent. Um, the corners are there. Obviously, we we found out uh, before, since last episode, uh, Joe Hayden's not going to uh, take any offers right now. He's going to play this year out and and uh, see what he's going to see what the free agent uh, market's going to be like at the end of the year, Frankie. Uh, but I mean, that's 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 then, and this is now. So um, so we just got to roll with what we got, and, and I'm very very optimistic about the, the 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 progress of this defense. And uh, they might have to keep uh, teams in uh, keep the Steelers in games. Um, uh, as long as the, you know, the, the team allows them to do that. And, uh, but no, Frank, I mean, uh, I'm always, uh, very, uh, when the start of school season always starts, I always get really excited. So we'll see how week one against Buffalo goes. That's a huge test for them. Absolutely. There's no question about that. Uh, but, um, Josh Allen coming in, who I think is, uh, 
if not one of the top five quarterbacks, definitely on the 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 the, the guy, the next guy after that top five. Yeah. He's definitely in that area for sure. Um, and Buffalo's a good team, and Sean McDermott's got him really rolling. Um, and they've obviously made some uh, they've obviously made some moves as well. But uh, it'll be a big it'll be a big uh, big matchup for sure. And uh, I'm looking forward to to watching some NFL ball, Frank. I'm going to be away for a little bit, but I will be back on Sunday. Um, uh, so I will be able to at least watch that game. I'll I'll probably have a cell phone or a TV nearby me. Uh, I'm going I'm going for a little getaway here for some dirt racing uh, a Friday and Saturday and whatnot. So I'll be watching some some uh, sports when we can. I think I think the camper I have has cable television. So I will try to sneak in and grab some scores and whatnot. But mm-hmm. no, I'm looking forward to this, and I'm not uh, just kind of keep it there. And if Frankie wants to, we'll. we'll uh, and you, and now, I'm sorry. The last thing you touched is the wide receiver tight end core. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to touch it real quick before we move on to the schedule thing. Obviously it's all, it's all set up. Obviously um, I I'm not trying to say I'm team Juju and I'm, I really haven't been with his latest antics, especially that milk crate thing, which is the stupidest thing. <laughs> yeah. But I hope he comes ready to play Frank this year. I know he, he wants that big payday that he missed out on the last off season. Hey, as long as he does it for the logo and he produces on the field, and hopefully him and Ben could find that clicking point there. Chase Claypool would love to see. Hopefully there's no sophomore slump there. Hopefully, uh, you know, he could continue to be that big, deep threat that he was last year. And obviously, improvements from Deontay Johnson and, and Mike Wa- um, um, James Washington, sorry. And um, and obviously, you mentioned the tight end, Frank. If you looked at the depth chart, um, you you saw uh, that um, Eric Ebron and uh, Pat Frymuth are both TE1s. There was no TE1 or TE2. So uh, they expect both yeah. guys to, to A lot of two tight end sets. A lot of two yeah. tight end sets and then, then, yeah. then I start to think about like, well, how much is Juju gonna get on the field? Or how much is, you know, James Washington gonna get on the field? Um, I guess we have to maybe just sit back and just, you know, take see what, what the first week brings us and how they kind of use uh, Matt Canada kind of uses those guys going along. Special teams, I'm glad Presley Harvard made the team. I was really I was really starting to have the bad feeling that they were gonna keep Jordan Barry because this whole we'll have to hold for the kicker crap. Um <laughs> Really glad they got their head on their backside and realized that uh, that uh, that the Presty Harvin uh, I was really impressive in camp. I thought so, Frank. Yeah, especially his uh, pooch punts that like downed at the one yard line. He yeah. seems to have a knack for that. Absolutely. So I'm glad they got their head on their butts when making that call. And coaching Frank, I mean, we, we always know that uh, that you know the the thing is on their uh, you know the the usual uh, knocks on Tomlin and not a good clock manager, game manager. The quote-unquote unleashing hell in December, which that usually never materializes. But we'll see what happens, Frank. I've always been kind of a – up until a couple of years ago, I've always been kind of a pro-Tomlin guy. Not that I have been anti-Tomlin the last couple of years, but I have started to question uh, some of the things Tomlin has – you know, has done to the media and, or not to the media, like has said to the media and like mm-hmm. how he reacts to things. And is he really, uh, you know, um, I remember Mark Schlereth saying, you're, you're either coaching it or you're letting it happen. And I certainly really think about those things when it comes to Mike Tomlin, but I, I'm under the firm belief if you get rid of him, then who are you going to get that's better? Because there's really hasn't been that many mm-hmm. people out there uh, that, that fits that mold for sure. I think he's one of the, you know, at least one of the top five uh, coaches in the NFL right now. But I just definitely think he uh, there needs to be some res- results there for sure, Frank. And hopefully, um, you know, and Ben, I, I think Ben's going to have a better year than he had last year. And, um, I mean, you kind of mentioned a lot more, Ben. I mean, I, I liked what I saw in the preseason from him. Um, so I, I think if if, uh, if a few little, you know, little intricacies get twerked a little bit here, 
or tweaked, not twerked, tweaked. But uh, I think, I think, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't think they'll be as bad as the, the skeptics say, but um, it's going to be a long season for sure, Frank. And it's a tough schedule. Mm-hmm. Well, Bronson says he brought that up. It's a good segue. I, I wanted to pull up the Steelers schedule and I have ESPN.com. So it's the, the cleanest looking schedule that I, you know, I like to pull up and, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think it would be fun if I go first instead of going like my thoughts, your thoughts. Let me go through all 17, uh, figure out where I stand. Are we going to log these? Do you want me to log these? And if you have a pen and paper. Yeah, I do. Give me a second here. Kind of draw a line down the middle. Do mine. <laughs> and do yours. Hold on a second. I'm going to bring the schedule up myself and, and then, then I'll uh, talk. So. And then at uh, the end, I can figure out what I have as their record. So. <laughs> but, you know, no, you it's fine. Time, um, but, uh, I'm gonna. I have the Steeler website up right now, so I will use the schedule from there. So um, I'll start it off, Frank. Sunday at one against the Buffalo Bills. They're at Buffalo. They're in uh, uh, Orchard Park, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I'm gonna tee you. Up. I'm gonna let you lead off with this one, Frank. It's a big matchup. Obviously, looking forward to it. Uh, this will be a good measurement of where the Steelers stand against a team that lost in the AFC title game. Um, and uh, and they have Josh Allen, a year young, a year older, a year wiser. Um, so now what do you think happens at Buffalo? Yeah, this is a good one that we can kind of spend a little bit more time on because we're kind of previewing the game and, um, yeah. Bronson and I talked about, maybe we'll be able to get on once a week and, and talk about, uh, the, the next Steeler game in the week in the NFL, do some shorter shows, uh, yeah. more often, but, uh, and yeah, light shows or something like that. Yeah. I, I, it's a tough start for the Steelers. I hate to start 0 and one, but you, you feel like Buffalo is one of the top, probably five teams in the NFL, uh, one win shy of the Super Bowl last year. Stacked roster, of course, Josh Allen, MVP candidate. Stephon Diggs, best receiver in the league, arguably. Um, good enough defense, you know, good enough running game. Um, they are, uh, they're well coached. Um, it's tough to play in Buffalo. We played there last year and it was one of those, it was one of those four losses out of the last five. We did fall on a Sunday night game in Buffalo. Um, so, I have the Steelers dropping this first one. Um, don't don't fret too much though, because we do have kind of maybe some winnable games uh, with, with uh, the Raiders and Bengals at home after that. So the Steelers have a shot at starting two and one. Um, so Bronzy, I think it's it'll be fun if I just go through all seventeen. So that's my thoughts on Buffalo. It's going to be a close game. Um, Steelers might have a chance. At least they're catching Buffalo in the opener. So maybe you catch a team a little rusty. Maybe they stub their toe a little bit, hyped up with the crowd. Um, you don't want to catch Buffalo in their stride, you know, around week 10 or something. You know, you run into like an 8-1 and one or 7-2 and two Buffalo team in week 10. Um, so maybe you catch one of your tougher opponents on the schedule early and you may maybe steal a win. But I do have the Steelers. I have it as a loss. So 0-1 start. I do have us bouncing back in the home opener. Uh, Vegas isn't going to be bad this year. Your your Gruden boys, um, you know, Derek Carr has always been a polarizing figure. Can he be the guy? Uh, I do have the Steelers beating Vegas in a close one at home, so that gets us to one and one. Uh, Bengals come into town, and these are all three one o'clock Sunday games. So the Steelers start out pretty traditional Sunday one o'clockers. Um, a lot of people's most favorite slot there is the Sunday at one. Uh, so I have us beating the Bengals. Joe Burrow. The knee injury, is he going to be skittish? Um, how much did they improve that team in the draft? The Bengals maybe is still a year or two away. Um, they're going to give people trouble this year. I don't think they're going to be a walkover. Um, but I got us winning that one, the two and one. 
Uh, then Bronson, a tough one. Uh, so we have maybe the momentum's halted as we go to Green Bay. Uh, Steelers, I don't, you know, they don't usually fare well there. Uh, it's, you know, obviously easier to beat the Packers at home. Really tough to go into Lambeau and win. So I got us at two and two. I got that as a loss. Uh, Aaron Rodgers still there. Tons of weapons. Also a team that made the final four last year. Uh, so that one I got as a loss. Then we come home with back-to-back home games, Ronson. We have Denver and Seattle. Uh, Denver, I got a win. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater's a tough quarterback. He's the guy there. Uh, Denver has Vaughn Miller. They're, you know, they're going to have a good defense. Um, it's going to be another close one, but I got us winning that and rounding out at three and two. So, you know, they're going to be three and two after five. I think they're going to be right there in the AFC North in the AFC playoff picture. Um, and then you got Seattle, and this is actually the 17th game. Um, NFL came out with a, a, a kind of an algorithm for each team's 17th game. Um, they picked an opposite division uh, in the NFC, so it's going to be an NFC opponent from the NFC West because it has to be the division you played two years ago. Um and that happens to be Seattle, and it has to be the the same finisher as you finished last year. So Seattle finished first in the West last year. Steelers finished first in the AFC North. So that happens to be the matchup. Uh, this is the quote unquote seventeenth game, and it kind of is a tough one for the Steelers. They don't get a they don't get a cupcake as their extra game this year. They do get the extra home game. The AFC team is home this year uh in the 17th games next year the nfc will host so the steelers get their they they get seattle as their their extra game that's a tough one uh russell wilson and company on a sunday night um i got the steelers winning this though i think they'll be i think they'll be amped up after a denver win uh it's gonna be a tight one i keep saying every game's gonna be close it is the nfl um Russell Wilson's obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but I, I got I think Ben Roethlisberger in prime time. This is an NBC Sunday night. I think he gets the job done, and that brings us to the bye week, Bronson, and that brings us to four and two at the bye week. And I think if anybody would sign up for that right now, I think every Steeler fan in the in the country um, and around the the world, Steeler Nation, would sign up for four and two going into the bye. Um, that's it's not an easy schedule with Buffalo, Green Bay, and Seattle. Um, it could go, I mean, it could really be teetering on three and three, which kind of gives you a lukewarm feeling at the bye, but I'd love to go into the bye on a two game winning streak, Bronson, and be at four and two. Um, after the bye, you look at Halloween Bronson and you got the Cleveland Brownies in Cleveland. The first time we see them, uh, in 2021 after the bye, I, you know, I like that. Some people are going to mark this one as a loss. Um, but riding the momentum and having a week off to rest injuries, I think we go up there and we, we shock the Browns and win that one. So this one might be one where we disagree. We'll have to wait and see what Bronson thinks. Uh, a lot of people, Cleveland's probably going to be favored in that game. They're everybody's darlings to maybe win the North this year. Um, they obviously took us out in the playoffs last year, but uh, uh, I got the Steelers winning in Cleveland and moving to 5-2. and two. Then we have our first Monday night football game of the year. Uh, with the Chicago Bears, and this is maybe the, it's going to be the Andy Dalton-led Bears, maybe by week nine, is it the Justin Fields-led Bears? We'll talk about that in our next segment as we preview the rest of the league. Um, I, You know, I, I'm getting a little bullish here. I got another win. I mean, it's a home game at night against the Bears. Uh, Steelers moved to six and two. Um, 
And then, you know, Bronson, it's it's kind of rolling the dice. Next week after that's a 1 p.m. Sunday start against the Lions. Uh, Detroit with Jared Goff, nobody knows how they're going to look, but they're usually kind of a – they're not there yet. You know, I don't think they're going to be that competitive. So I got another win. I, I'm starting to scare myself, Bronson. This is too many wins in a row, but uh, – <laughs> I, I got some just L's. checking these dubs off. Man. Uh, I got I got some I got some L's coming though, Bronson. Don't worry. Uh, and, and and next week in 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 LA against Justin Herbert and the Chargers. I think a cross country trip. Um, it is a night game. Steelers with a lot of night games here. Um, Chargers are tough. Justin Herbert I think lights us up and ends the five game win streak. Uh, so the Steelers, what would that put? I'm already losing track. Is that seven and three? Yeah, it's seven and three. Seven and three after the first 10. Then we go into Cincy. I picked a win earlier. Uh, I think the Steelers, Tom will be on them for losing. I think they'll, they'll rebound and beat the Bengals. Wow. You're calling a clean sweep of the Bengals. Sweep the Bengals and get to eight and three. And then I hate to say it, but we come home and we lose to Baltimore at home. So eight and four. Uh, you know, there's nothing you can say about Baltimore Pittsburgh. It's going to be a, a, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a, an all out war. It's going to be physical. It's going to come down to a, you know, a field goal at the end or something. So Justin Tucker is the best in the business. I'll give them the win there. Uh, eight and four Bronson after 12. Um, this is where I think we're going to trip up again. Uh, and I think we're going to have a little losing streak here. We go to Minnesota and lose another, um, Minnesota's a team that's probably going to be around 500, like people expect the Steelers, but they're they're always tough on the road, um, in the dome. I think Kirk Cousins and company takes care of business. Steelers move to eight and five. We have a tough Tennessee team at home, a little revenge game. The Titans uh, lost last year to the Steelers when both were five and zero in that you know epic uh, Week Six matchup. But I do think we take care of business and beat the Titans, unless we are kind of looking ahead. And we kind of have the Chiefs on the calendar December 26th, right after Christmas. Um, hopefully, it's the Titans isn't a trap game, but I got us beating the Titans to get to nine and five. At Kansas City, Bronson, back to back Super Bowl appearances, Patrick Mahomes, MVP. We're not going into Arrowhead and winning nine and six. I have a loss there. At home against the Browns, Monday night football. Dare to say it, Bronson. I say we sweep the Browns and beat them. Ten and six. And then final game of the year, possibly for the AFC North title. I have to be bad and say we get swept by the Ravens. I'll say we lose that one. So we sweep the Bengals, sweep the Browns, but get swept by the Ravens for a four and two divisional record and a ten and seven overall record, Bronson. So after a seven and two start. I have the Steelers finishing three and five and probably mm-hmm. backing that. I think 10 and seven gets the job done to, for a playoff spot. Um, and obviously 10 and seven is what I've felt in my heart uh, that the Steelers would go this year. Rearrange the W's and the L's. However, you, you think um, maybe we do beat Minnesota. Maybe we do beat Baltimore once, but lose to lose to Cleveland once. 
my exact prediction obviously might not be right, but I, I really am circling 10 and seven Bronson. I don't think this team is, is, is a nine and eight or eight and nine team. Like a lot of the pundits are saying, maybe it's that slice of Homer that I have to give them that one extra win, but everything we mentioned in the Steeler segment before, you know, the explosive weapons, the, the young stud rookie running back, the stacked defense, um, I, I see 10 wins on this schedule, Bronson, um, which I think is going to be right there for an ASC North crown or definitely a wild card spot. You know, Mike Tom is yeah. going to have to, he's going to have to prove it in the playoffs. I, you know, it's going to not going to be a success unless we make a deep playoff run. Ben wants another Super Bowl flirtation, Buffalo, Baltimore, KC going to be so hard to, you know, those three are the cream of the crop. I don't know if the Steelers can make a deep playoff run. We'll probably have to have that discussion as the playoffs start. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll have fun and kind of give our, our, our way too early Super Bowl pick later. And we'll see if either of us is uh, crazy enough to pick the Steelers to go all the way. But that's <laughs> yeah. my picks, Bronson. Ten and seven. I've taken the floor long enough. I'll turn it over to you. Let's go win loss. It's a loss. It's the a win. win. It's a loss. It's your diet coke. Yeah, my diet coke. I actually got my water right here, so I'm gonna so do Boston, a little sippy whippy. I, I water. Need a break. I'm gonna go on mute, and I'm gonna let you do your thing with this guy. <laughs> well, you know what? I have to like. I was really shocked you had some of these wins and some of these losses. So I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna bury the the spoiler here. I'm not going to go as as much as Frank thinks. So we're not going to go completely the same here. So a little drink of water. So I'm going to be talking for a little bit. Um, the opening game of Buffalo, Frank, I think Pittsburgh wins that game. And I'll tell you yeah. why. Because last year when they lost to Buffalo, everyone acts like they just got curb stomped. And that is, was not the case. The Steelers had a great first half. And I don't know what happened in the second, but it just got away from them. And they and they stunk the joint out in the second half, but they were still almost around the game until around the mid fourth quarter. And I think that team is not this team. I think, and that was a team with no running game and no Najee Harris. And everyone is for sure thinks that Buffalo is going to win this game, which is why Pittsburgh generally wins these games. So I say Pittsburgh wins the opening week in Buffalo, and then you know what's our favorite holiday in football after a week of Week One games. Overreaction Monday. So everyone's <laughs> gonna go. Are the Bills who we thought they were? Maybe the Steelers are better than we thought they were. Yeah. But you know what always happens when things like that happen? The Steelers tend to lay an egg, and they will do that when Gruden and the Las Vegas Raiders wow. come to Heinz Field. So that so that's what I have there too. I think I think the Raiders win. I think maybe some maybe some uh, some tomfoolery happens. Uh, some uh what's the word i'm looking for uh buffoonery happens some uh some crazy no, we, we have lost to terrell Pryor and bruce gradkowski in the past yeah, so. and i'm thinking about that too <laughs> i think this is gonna get higher in the laurels after that win in buffalo they'll come back down to earth and lose to, lose to well, that'll make me so mad as a fan <laughs> if that happens <laughs> <laughs> that's such a stealer thing to do it is it is it's Absolutely. a tallman thing to do um, I'm with you. I do think they they win in Cincinnati. they win hosting the Cincinnati Bengals, and I think like I said, I think that Vegas win will uh, PO them really badly. They'll come back. They'll beat they'll beat um they'll beat the Bengals at home. Um, we'll see how Joe Burrow uh, matches up against uh, that Steeler defense uh, when that comes. I think that'll be a lot closer game than people think. Uh, but I think Pittsburgh X that one up. I'm with you, Frank. I think they go into Lambeau and lose to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is going to be dialed in. 
Um, I don't think they're equipped to go up there and beat Green Bay, so I have the loss there. Um, that's a regular game. Okay, so that's not something they get. It's just a regular game. But still. Two and two. So Bronson's at two and two. Same place I had you there. Um, they're hosting the Broncos. I'm with you. It's either going to be Bridgewater or it's going to be Drew Locke. Either way, I mean, they had Drew Locke in check last year. I think the, uh, if he does play that game, but I assume Bridgewater will be the start of that. And uh, this, um, this ain't your grandfather's Teddy Bridgewater, and I think they do beat the Broncos uh, to, to get ahead there. So we're kind of staying the course there. Frank uh, made the uh, the bold prediction that they will beat the Seahawks on Sunday night at, at Heinz Field. Um, and it's kind of hard for me to, uh, to, to to battle that. I do think they do beat Seattle as well. Okay. So we actually have the same record going in. Same record into the bye week, four and two. Yeah. But here's where we start to to devere de- a little bit. I do have them going to Cleveland and losing. Mm. And it's not that I think the Steelers are bad. I just think the Browns are a much better team. They have been in years past. They have a great rushing attack. They will have an, a healthy Odell Beckham Jr. Um, they will obviously have the the studs up front. Baker Mayfield, hopefully, and I'll say hopefully, I'm saying I think he will be uh, even better than he was last year. Pittsburgh generally struggles when they go to Cleveland. Uh, so I have your loss right here. They go to Monday Night Football, play the Chicago Bears. Frank, as you said, and you you brought an order brand later. Will it be Andy Dalton or will it be Justin Fields? Either way, if it's Andy Dalton, Pittsburgh will say, you know, I've smelled this fish before. Mm-hmm. A rat is a rat is a rat is a rat. No offense to Andy Dalton, but Pittsburgh generally gets the best of Andy Dalton. And if it is Justin Fields, the Steelers defense usually loves to gobble up rookies. Uh, you know, when Baker Mayfield was a rookie, when uh, the the year they went to Arizona and beat uh, um, um, Kyler Murray. So they generally love the gobble up rookie quarterbacks. So either way, whoever starts, it won't matter. The Steelers will win that game. Um, with you, Frankie, they go, they bounce back, or they continue to streak. They go, they beat Detroit when Detroit comes to Hinesville for the second time this year. They played in the preseason. Nobody gave any secrets away. But uh, unless uh, Detroit's got the uh, the Henry Ford assembly line plan and, and, and check there, it's not going to matter. Pittsburgh's going to win that game. Um, I'm with you. They do lose. Um, they do lose to the Chargers on Sunday night. Uh, I, I think you know just uh, Justin Fields, Austin Eckler, uh, Keenan Allen, um, and obviously uh, Joey Bosa will be will be gobbling up uh, uh, whoever he's matched up against, and he'll probably be if Ben is still playing at that point. If he's still upright, he will be in Ben's face the entire night. And that's like you said, it's that trip to trip out to to Cali. I do have, give the Chargers that that win there on Sunday night. And I think it continues, Frank. I think Pittsburgh goes on a little bit of a loss here. I think they go at Cincinnati. Um, it's it's slugfest, but I do think the Bengals take one of the games of this series. Obviously, um, they're going to have uh, Burroughs, going to have Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase. Um, I think the Bengals are a lot better than they were last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will be they will be Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Um so recap me. Re, what's your record now? Recap. Uh, good call. It's six and five right now. Oh, okay. So you got us around five hundred here yeah. rest of the year. Okay. And it's actually going to go to six and six because I have them losing at home to Baltimore. Whew. Hopefully, yeah, you yeah. haven't finishing strong, or we're missing the playoffs in the bird. <laughs> I told you I was going to go opposite of what you went. So uh, uh, we're going to have a we're going to have a good one here. 
Um, I do think they lose at home to Baltimore. Usually when they usually when they do, um, I'm, I guess I'm going to kind of tease the last game. Then if I say this, usually when that when the when the series is split, they generally lose the game at home. Yeah. So I have them losing at Baltimore or home against Baltimore. But I do have a change here, Frank, because they're going to lose to Baltimore. They're going to be PO'd. They're going to mm-hmm. come out Thursday night on the NFL net, or no, it's on like Amazon Prime now, I think. We'll get it locally. We'll have it locally on Fox. Okay, so we'll have it on Channel 2 or whatever. Yeah. They'll have the the, the Channel 2 feed or whatever. Yeah. They're going to come Thursday night, December 9th, against the Vikings. Happens to be a happy birthday to you. That is a birthday game. (laughs) That is a birthday game. That was, uh, I think the last time the Steelers played December 9th was the game against the Jets that I went to for my birthday. That was when Mark Sanchez beat the Steelers. He had San Antonio Holmes, LT, Jason Taylor. That was the game they lost in the regular season, but won. But when the Jets came back to the AFC title game, they beat them to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that, that was the last December 9th game that the Steelers played the Jets. A lot of or, or, so, no, uh, we probably never mentioned it, but Bronson and I are just 20 days apart. Bronson born 12-9-86, me 12-29-86. That's right. So. So that's why we have such a great chemistry in this podcast. We're 20 days apart. We're Sagittarius, Sagittarius brother. <laughs> no, I'm actually a Capricorn. So oh, you cut, you're on the cutoff? Okay. I'm on the cutoff, but same month, uh, tw- three weeks apart, Bronson and I. <laughs> so December 9th, the students will play the Minnesota Vikings on Thursday night, and they will get the win. They will be PO. They will come ready to play, and they will win that game. Um, I do have... Uh, them losing two in a row, though. I do think they will lose to Tennessee at home. Seven and, I, and, seven. and I do not think they will go to Kansas City and win at Arrowhead. Seven and eight. Oh, man. Seven and eight with two to play, Brosnan. That's going to be outside looking in at that playoff. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I do have them winning out, though. I have them beating Cleveland okay. and beating Baltimore. So Bronson Allman has them one game short of my mark, and you have them at nine and eight which is going to be teetering on that seventh and final playoff spot in the AFC. That's going to get interesting. There's going to be a lot of nervous scoreboard watching and hoping for certain teams to lose. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. Playing with the playoff scenarios. Okay, we need a, a Browns loss and a a Dolphins loss or tie, and like it's going to be one of those nail-biting down-to-the-wire finishes bronson has us at nine and eight okay that still keeps mike tomlin's never had a losing season alive <laughs> um it's yeah. it's it's make or break now with the 17 game schedule he's had a couple eight and eights that have kind of kept that streak alive now there's no there's no hiding behind a 500 season so interesting bronson that is kind of good fodder we uh bronson and i finally disagree on a subject we had a lot of different takes there um, ultimately we're just one game apart in our, our record. And like I was saying before we went through that, this new 17 game schedule has such a difference between 10 and seven and nine and eight this year. Yeah. You're either, you either feel 500 or you're three games over and probably in the playoffs, it's going to be really interesting to see how those final L- Listen, Frank, I hope you're right though. I really do hope yeah. you're right. I will yeah. not. I will. I will not be. I will not be miserable to have to eat crow. Oh, if, if you no, Bronson's going to root for us to go seventeen and zero, as I will. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I hope we're wrong on a lot of those picks. But very fun segment, Bronson. Um, that was a fun preview. It's documented. It. So now when we come back, I'll yep. have this all year. 
it's exciting. We went through the Steelers, uh, and we're going to talk. You know, this ain't the last time. We're going to probably talk weekly or at least every other week now. And <laughs> I'm we're sure with have... injuries and 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 things going on in the league, I'm sure we're going to be amending some of these True. as the season. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, we're going to break down. We're going to try to get on here and break down last week's games and and things like that and preview the next one. So uh, we'll be talking plenty more Steeler football in 2021. Um, but Bronson, I want to segue. I want to get to the rest of the league, the other yes. 30, the other 31 teams. Um, tomorrow night is the opener, Tampa and Dallas. So Tom Brady gets his. Really, uh, you don't say. They've only shown the uh, Welcome to the Jungle NFL <laughs> commercial about 20,000 times on every channel. So Tampa Bay gets to do their banner raising and, you know, in a nice tradition, the NFL has made the defending Super Bowl champions host the Thursday night opener every year. And it's kind of a, 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 a stage, a platform for them to show their banner raising and get the, uh, you know, the, the first game of the year, uh, you know, rights, uh, they do host Dallas, of course, a big draw, a big ratings grabber, quote unquote, America's team, Dak Prescott and company, Ezekiel Elliott, all back, all healthy. Zach Martin, the left tackle I did here is going to miss. So that hurts Dallas. Um, but no, Tampa favored, I think by eight and a half. And I was thinking if I'm a betting man, I think it might be closer than that. I might take Dallas to cover. I think Tampa will win. They they are a lot of experts picked to go back to the Super Bowl if Brady can still find that fountain of youth. Um, a lot of people have them at twelve and five, and you know reigning supreme in the NFC South. But lots of fun storylines this year, Bronson. Uh, I'm excited to get watching uh, the the um, the opener tomorrow night. Um, there's a lot of new coaches. Um, I, I, I've kind of lost track. You got Brandon Staley out with the Chargers, Urban Meyer, of course, who we've talked about over the summer in Jacksonville, Nick Sirianni um, with the Eagles, um, Dan Campbell. We've heard some great quotes from him already. He's kind of a, a loose cannon. Uh, He's tight never end. lost for words, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, a, a former tight end, tough guy. Uh, now, that, now at the helm in Detroit, can he turn that franchise around who's been just dwindling for years? Um, we have... Arthur Smith, no, no clue who he is, um, in Atlanta, um, and Robert Saleh uh, with the Jets and David Cully with the Texans. Um, so a lot of new coaches, a lot of new quarterbacks. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this goes, Bronson. We have some impact rookies, which are the first-round picks, are going to be most impactful. Um are any coaches on the hot seat this year? Hmm. It's a good question. He's um, on the hot so, seat. Coach's Ross, on the hot yeah, seat. Just as I did with the, the Steelers um, uh, segment, I threw a lot of topics out there. I'll let you That's, jump I in. I like this. I like this. Yeah, just jump in and see what no, these, uh, how do you feel. On the hot seat. How do you feel 2021 season is going to go? Uh, coaches on the hot seat, trying to think. I, I'll tell you what. If, uh, I'll tell you one guy I think would be on the hot seat, and no one's—I don't know if anyone's saying his name. I haven't really been uh, hanging out a lot, to, a lot of NFL uh, broadcasts the last couple of weeks. If the Ravens disappointed this year, I could really see them thinking about going a different direction. Because that'd be what three or four years with Lamar Jackson and them under, underperforming. I mean, they—they—they they, they expect big things in Baltimore. Um, and I, I could see them. Not know if he gets fired, but I think the seat. If he, or he gets fired or the seat becomes uh, uh, Pizza Hut oven hot for sure. Um, I'm trying to think what's going on. Uh, 
a lot of so there's a lot of coaching changes, so it's kind of hard to think. I think trying to uh, yeah, I'm trying to think anywhere else. Uh, everyone's kind of had a you know maybe maybe Nagy if they if the Bears stink, but I don't think they'll be that bad. I think he'll earn a, another another chance there. Um, McCarthy's only been there another year, so I don't see I don't see that going going anywhere. Everyone in the East, I mean, Rivera's, Rivera just got there, so I'd, maybe maybe Harbaugh. I mean, maybe maybe you could maybe you could tell me. I mean, maybe you could tell me if you think of any. Everyone's either been hired or like they just been hired. Like, are you going to move off of a coach you just hired after a year? I mean, yeah, it's 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 hard to think. Uh, who's in Carolina? Oh, uh, Matt um, uh, Matt Rule. Matt Rule still pretty but new. Yeah, maybe him. Eh. Joe Judge, I think, is going to be given a little bit of a, a leash because you know, you know, he was basically inherited not much, and 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 he and he gets kind of a pass last year with Saquon Barkley being out with with the ACL deal. But I think this is a big deal. I think this is a big year for Daniel Jones, Frank. I think this is kind of the get on the pot kind of deal with him. I know I, I think they will be pretty patient with him, but I mean, I don't think he was horrible last year, but definitely uh, there was a lot of pluses and a lot of minuses. There's times where he looked really good and times where he definitely looked lost. Maybe another year with um, Jason Garrett as the offensive coordinator. You know those Ivy League guys, you know Ivy League quarterbacks can maybe re- reconnect there and or stay that keep their relationship and build upon that. The Eagles is the Eagles is such a wild card for me, Frank. I mean, because that NFC East is such a wild, the wild, wild you know East, I guess. Um, well, you're calling it the NFC least all last year, remember? Because yeah. we <laughs> kept saying is calling it. We thought a five and eleven or six and ten team could end up winning that. I think what did Washington end up eight and eight at least? Well, they had some football team with Ryan Fitzpatrick as the starter. Yeah, give <laughs> me feast or fam. It could be five picks or or five touchdowns with him. But uh, I, I I tell you what, I think you know I think the Washington football team could at least beat Dallas once, if not uh, a couple other guys. I mean they. they if uh, if Fitz Magic uh, f- finds his touch there, who knows? Um, but uh, you were talking about the rookies, Frank, and since we've uh, since we've last recorded, uh, the Patriots cut Cam Newton. So Mac Jones is the guy in New England. I, that's yeah, that was really- big news. Yeah, I'm gonna see how the the Patriots handle uh, uh, Mac Jones and how he per- how he how he performs uh, this year. Um, Pittsburgh won't play New England this year. I feel like every year we play New England, so this is mm-hmm. kind of weird to not have New England on the schedule this year. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how Mac Jones uh, performs. Tua Tagovailoa, Frank, a lot of rumors still flying around with him possibly for Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson won't be starting week one, obviously, due to the reasons we already know. Tyrod Taylor is going to be the starter there. Um, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. I know Miami, I guess, you know, they haven't really denied that they were talking about acquiring uh, Deshaun Watson. They were saying that they just don't talk about personnel moves at this time. Uh, so they haven't really denied that they, that they are are not looking at other quarterbacks, uh, but I don't think I don't think the Miami faithful has a lot of confidence in Tua Tagovailoa. I think Tua is a starter in this league, um, and I think I think we I think with this new with social media and I think we get we jump on people way too early. Frank, remember back before when when before there were uh, capped salaries you paid draft picks. You were kind of forced to have to commit to a quarterback. Like you drafted Sam Bradford through the Rams, you had to commit to him mm-hmm. because you because of the, the amount of money you gave to a rookie, you had to, to commit to that guy for four, five, six, seven, eight years. Because it's like if we get out of this, the cap and it's just you know you know 
huge. But now right. with this this rookie pay scale, with the pressure to win now, with the pressure on the coaches, you find teams moving quarterbacks so quickly. Like, you know, people think Sam Darnold was with the Jets. He wasn't there very long, Frank, two, three years. Now they have, now they have Zach Wilson from BYU, Darnold's uh-huh. in Carolina. They didn't give Bridgewater much of a look. I mean, he, Josh he, Rosen, look how Josh quick Rosen's he was like shipped out of, out of town. Right yeah. It's, it's crazy because – when you picked a guy like Rosen or Josh Allen or Justin or sorry, I keep saying Justin Wilson, but Zach Wilson or Baker Mayfield or et cetera, so you need Baker Mayfield. Well, if he doesn't perform this year, will they look another direction? Like we're just so like we gotta move on to the next guy. And it's like yeah. and, and, and it's the pressure to win. Colin Cowher said the other day on the show, it's like it's the pressure to win. You're not gonna stick with a guy because your 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 back end's on the line. So it's it's interesting how quarterbacks are so critiqued now in this seems like this social media new era of football. Uh, you know, I, I've always been like a patient guy, but you know, if I was an executive in the NFL, I'd probably be seeing a pink slip soon. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's an, it's insane. You know how how we just move off of a guy. It's like you know you see him for your oh this guy doesn't have it. I mean just I mean even a couple of years ago when everyone was quick to bury Andrew Luck because the. These, the interceptions were creeping up. They're not factoring in. He didn't have a good offensive line. His running game was subpar. You know, things like that. I'm not saying Andrew Luck didn't have any fault for that. I think he did. I think there definitely was some decision-making in there. But the environment around you also influences your decision-making. Um, and then it was sad because when he came back and had that great comeback here, then he gets hurt, and then he retires. You know, it just we're so quick to judge off everything. And and uh, I feel like they, you know, we need to cool down with Tua. Like we really need to cool down with Tua. It was his rookie, his rookie year last year. I mean, we, it, it's unreal with like, how bad we just jump on quarterbacks. It's just Other, like you know, uh, it just takes. I'm I'm, I'm going to give this back to you. No, Frank. finish your thought. Yeah, it's just like it's just ridiculous. Like Andy and then Andy Dalton's a starter in Chicago because I think Nagy wants Justin Fields to go along the Patrick uh, Mahomes kind of. You know, even if he is ready, he wants he wants you know, um, feels to sit under the learning tree and just be really ready when he steps in. And it's easy to go from a guy like Andy Dalton to Justin Fields midseason because if you start Fields and he loses confidence and his, and his game goes to crap, it's hard to go back to that veteran because then then the rookie loses confidence. It's insane. And I'm hoping and I'm hoping all the best for Trevor Lawrence, formerly of Clemson. He uh, Today, actually, Frank, he was just voted team captain. So that's mm-hmm. a huge honor for a rookie that. Team, team captain. Um, but you know, but it it just it's it's you know I'm not trying to say feel bad for the quarterbacks, but it's just that we're just so quick to go. Oh, this guy sucks. This guy stinks. And it's just that you know some quarterbacks move. You know, like like Rich Gannon was an NFL MVP, wasn't he? At least he was an MVP candidate in the early 2000s. He spent his the 90s, most of the 90s, toiling around as a journeyman. And it's like some guys they come into it late. But I guess I guess now with the pressure and the pressure to win and the money and the media and social media reaction and I guess you don't have that patience that you did back then, Frank. And and, uh, and I'm just saying, like, calm down with Tua Tagovailoa. Like, sticks, sticks, can't, you know, he ain't it. Or this, you know, I'm just like, oh, my Lord, let the kid play. And it's like, and there's a couple other guys you can throw in there, too, Frankie. Um, you know, I thought Darnold got a raw deal in New York, and hopefully maybe he can make up for it in Carolina. But I'm uh, sorry to go on a little bit of a soapbox there, Frank. But no, just, bro, I that was uh... the way we evaluate the position is just, it needs to change. That was final thought, rant worthy there. I like it. Uh, I love hot takes, and I just wanted to go go over a lot. Some of the other new first, you know, first year guys, um, Jalen Hurts in Philly, um, taking over for you know last year it was uh, 
you know, he he was starting to. It was, a it, big was Car- it was Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts was getting some packages, and there was some consternation with that. But it's uh, it's Hurts' team. He's changed the number to number one. Uh, that's that's available now. So he's got the new New Jersey number, and he is QB one there in Philly. That'll be interesting because Philly's such a hotbed. Um, Jameis Winston takes over for the Hall of Famer Breeze. He's a confident young man that thinks he deserves a second chance. He had the laser eye surgery, so does that help uh, all the interceptions? Some people joked. Um, you mentioned Fitzmagic st- hanging along. As the Washington football team is a veteran group ready to win um, in the defense he had by, led by the young Chase, Chase Young. Um, you know, Can they defend their NFC East crown? Um, that, that team's ready to win, so they bring in a veteran um, as they bridge kind of a bridge of the gap until they decide their future quarterback. They thought it was Dwayne Haskins. Of course, that didn't happen. He ended up in Pittsburgh as a third stringer. Um, I'm excited to see what Kyler Murray does as he ages here, as he becomes you know, more of a veteran in this league. Exciting dual threat out in Arizona. They obviously bolstered their team with J.J. Watt on defense and some other ads. Uh, like you said, Sam Darnold in Carolina, he had absolutely nothing in New York. He was, you know, the cupboards were bare. That team was rebuilding. Maybe he gets, does get a, a new lease on life in Carolina. Looked great in the preseason game against the Steelers backups. Hard to say. And he's going to have Christian McCaffrey there, which is going to be a like healthy McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey needs to stay healthy, and that just like opens McCaffrey. opens the passing game up for yep. for for Carolina. Um, and Frank, before you continue, can I just say something real quick here? Yeah. I'm going to make a bold prediction this year, too. I think if a contender, and I guess this is really a hot take, but if a big-time contender loses a quarterback, we will see Phillip Rivers play this year. Yeah, that's been rumored. Uh, or Cam Newton's the new name now, too. Um, the first the first big injury uh, of a starter or just poor play or a big injury uh, Cam Newton's definitely waiting for a call, and so is uh, is is Philip Rivers. So that you're definitely right. Those two names are going to be bandied about. Are they staying in football shape? Are they are they ready to step in? Watch out for the first big injury. Maybe not to come in and start because maybe the backup goes in, but certainly get signed and then you know push that back up for maybe the starting role until that starter gets back. Um, but excellent point there. But uh, no, lots of lots of fun new quarterbacks this year, Bronson. New faces, new places. We talked about it all summer. We kind of did the carousel. So it's kind of now it's time to put up or shut up. It's kind of fun to see how they're going to look in their new jersey and and how they're going to perform. Uh, so that's exciting, Bronson. Um, let's uh, let's go division by division and see. I have to pull up. I have the NFL. I have ESPN division by division. Uh, <laughs> Eight divisions to cover, Bronson. I'm just going to go quick. I'll say Buffalo. Same. I'll go. I'll say Buffalo takes takes the AFC East again. Um, I do have my ten and seven Steelers winning the North. I think they'll find a way to get it done and take the North at ten and seven, maybe over a tiebreaker somehow with Baltimore. Um, in the South, I got to go with Tennessee. Uh, Derrick Henry in that running game and a capable Ryan Tannehill um, out West. I think it's obvious. We got to say Chiefs. So I got Steeler, I got uh, Bills, Steelers, t- Titans, and Chiefs. The three wild cards. Uh, I'm gonna have to maybe go with. I think uh, the Colts steal one as long as Wentz is healthy. I think the Browns and the Ravens get one out of the North. So I think uh, that's that's your wild cards. Um, with with the Chargers and Raiders, 
right there. I think competing all year as well. And I think with Miami and New England will be right there too. Um, in the NFC, I, I have Dallas winning the East. I think if Prescott stays healthy, uh, I like the Cowboys. Um, I like the Packers to still reign supreme in the North. Um, I have Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Tom Brady's Bucks. Uh, not not a shocker. I got them taking the South. And uh, out West, I got the LA Rams. Uh, a lot of people might still like Seattle, but I think the, the Rams did a lot to add. And I love that defense. And I like that they got Matt Stafford. Uh, three wild cards out there. I do have Seattle. Um, I got Arizona taking one. Uh, I think they take the next step. Uh, and then the last spot, it's a tough call. You have Philly, the Giants. Um, I think the Bears are going to be right there. I think the Vikings are going to be better. Uh, I think the Saints with Jameis Winston will be competing. Um, but I got to give the last spot to, I'll say, I'll say the Giants and Daniel Jones get it. So Ooh, okay. Go out on a limb there and have uh, I got the the Cardinals and Giants making the playoffs. Kind of a kind of a stretch for me. Okay. I have the Bills taking the East in the AFC as you did. I'm gonna say the Ravens win the North in the mm-hmm. AFC North. I do have the Ravens winning it. Um, I agree with you. I do have the Titans taking the South. Although I think the Colts could really push them if Wentz gets back early. Uh, obviously the Chiefs. Chief keeps it. Uh, the wild cards there. Um, I do have I do have the Browns. Um, maybe. Um, it's tough. It's it's tough because uh, under my record, I don't think the Steelers are going to be a wild card. I think I think this this one with them missing the playoffs. Uh, but I do think the Browns. I think the Browns will get a wild card. I'll have yeah with the Colts. I think I think Wentz comes back early and the, and the Colts get it. And then the third one, I guess. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with Vegas. Mm, I'm gonna go with Vegas. A, that's kind of out on a limb there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Vegas. Actually, no, I'm sorry. No, no, I forgot about the Chargers. Sorry. They're gonna be right there. The, the Chargers. Pretty, I think they'll be evenly matched. I think. I think the Raiders stay in it pretty late. Yeah, the Chargers. I I have Vegas on the cusp though, but I have the Chargers taking that spot. I forgot about the Chargers. I wonder what that's wrong with me. Browns, Colts, Chargers take that. That's your wild cards there in the AFC. NFC. I have. I'm gonna say that the Giants win it. The G man. The G mini what? I got him as a wild card, so we're not. Uh, I got I got the one in the east. Uh, Green Bay winning the north. Step. Um, trying to think. I a part of me kind of wants the 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 shocker to be that the Saints win the South, but I'm with you. Tampa Bay is going to take that. I want to put the Saints, but I can't. I don't have it in me to do so. Um, I'm with you. I have the LA Rams is the, coming out of the West. I have Seattle. I have Arizona. And I have. Yeah. I have Dallas. Dallas is going to sneak as well. They're going to, they're going to come, they're going to come limping in the playoffs. I think something happens, 
But there it is. There's your there's your welcome about the Giants winning the East. Did you happen uh, to write? Uh, you should go back and write those down. I did write them down. I wrote, okay, everything, down. I wrote, every, I wrote everything down. You're ahead of me, Bronson. See, you're having a good, got, good. What a bounce right back, Bronson! Finishing the show strong after a you know a sluggish start. After a sleepy <laughs> Joe story, <laughs> I couldn't read a teleprompter, and I'm getting all my friends' names mixed up. Um, well, well, Bronson, I I have to. Uh, Unfortunately, I, I signed up for a fantasy football draft. No, that's fine. I, was, I, I knew that. Frank Frank told me before the show, he's like, we have to keep this yeah. quote because I have a fantasy football draft at 10 o'clock. We'll definitely get into it. Now, so we'll, we really we'll got to cut this down. Are we doing our way too early Super Bowl picks before we go to the final thoughts? Just just name them. Don't explain them. Just name them. Yeah, I do want to do that. And I am going to say. Quick. We don't got to get into detail. It's freaking it's September. It's so hard not to say KC and Tampa again, like the two yeah. chalks about a, a, a rematch. But for 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 sake of fun, I'm gonna put the Buffalo Bills in with Josh mm-hmm. Allen and Stephon Diggs. Um, I, I got Buffalo in, and I have, and these are two. Oh, this is the NFC is wide open after Tampa. I got the Rams. I will go Buffalo. Oh wow. I'll go Buffalo and the Matt Stafford led Rams. Okay. I'm going Buffalo. I'm also going Buffalo. And I'm going, I don't know why I feel this way, but uh, I'm going uh, Buffalo. And uh, um, I, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going Buffalo and Dallas. Wow, rematch of those two. Yeah, teams, I think twenty-seven and twenty-eight. Dallas is the shocker. I think something happened. Hey, listen, I think they'll there'll be a thing where they they limp in the playoffs and they just go. They, I think they'll catch a matchup. Like they'll catch a matchup where someone that maybe poses a threat to them gets eliminated, and that's how they go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, this like is the Steelers. Too. That's like the Steelers. Yeah, got lucky a couple times with New England. Maybe maybe Tampa gets knocked out by Green. Yeah, they'll Bay. catch someone who'll take Tampa out or Green Bay or something like that. Tampa, Tampa gets knocked out by Green Bay. Green Bay gets knocked out by like Chicago, and then like yeah. Dallas or Chicago in the NFC Championship game. Or Buffalo something. and Dallas. That's my that's a cool one, and I I would hope that Buffalo would would act revenge on those two blowouts in the early nineties, and That'd get nice. uh, and and get uh, the, uh, a super their their first ever Super Bowl championship. But and, uh, and we're that, looking forward and we're looking forward to at some point this year Jimmy Johnson going into the Cowboys Ring of Honor. So I'm looking forward to seeing that this year as well too. Well, that was fun, Bronson, and it's not the last time we will be breaking down uh, week to week. We'll be talking fantasy. We'll be talking uh, wins, losses, big matchups coming up as we try to get with you every week, every week or two weeks max um, to kind of break down the action and. Uh, I do uh, appreciate Bronson letting me quicken up that segment to get to my draft. Uh, we are going to do a quick final thoughts. Uh, we have about 10 minutes left. Um, I will go first. Uh, I just wanted to talk Bronson about the rest of sports. Since this is a football centric episode, I wanted to touch on some of the stuff I've been watching. Um, a lot of tennis, the U S open in Flushing, New York. Um, Novak Djokovic is uh, trying to reach the semifinals tonight um, as he goes for the calendar slam. It's been an exciting tournament. Um, a lot of young Americans are giving me hope, Bronson. Nobody since Andy Roddick 18 years ago now has won a major for the American men. But uh, I was up late at night watching some night matches. Francis Tiafo, um, Riley Opelka. Um, there's, there's a lot of young up-and-comers in their early 20s that might make some noise. Uh for for u.s men's tennis so uh 
there was a guy, I think some uh, Jackson Brooksby or something like that, that really pushed uh, Djokovic the other night. Uh, so maybe, maybe we have some hope there. Um, on the women's side, there's a couple 18-year-olds in the semifinals that were kind of unranked, you know, taking the, the the game by storm. So that's been exciting. Um, a couple young guys on the men's side as well. So I've been enjoying the U.S. Open tennis. It's probably my favorite tournament. The crowds are electric. It's on the hard court. It's in it's in the United States. Wimbledon's the tournament everybody reveres, but one of my favorites probably the U.S. Open. Um, college football kicked off, Bronson. I know you watched a lot of it. Uh, I watched Alabama kind of dismantle Miami. We, I didn't see it, but our, our Pitt Panthers, were, you know, took care of business and beat an FCS. I watched the replay the other day on, on the. Uh... The newly acquired ACC network. So thank you. Armstrong. Yes, exciting news. I don't have to rant anymore because uh, my my parents get it in Elwood City, and I'm a, I'm able to log in on their account and uh, share it with them and, and watch ACC Network on my phone or on my Roku device. So I'm excited about that too because I don't have it in my area. So now uh, lucky that my parents have it. So. I, that was one of my former final thought rants, and now I'm I'm happy I can see. I think for probably six or seven of the twelve pit games will be on the ACC network this year, if not more. So happy for that. They are on ESPN uh, Saturday here, coming up against Tennessee, a kind of a big fun SEC matchup for the Panthers as they try to move to two and zero. Our favorite. Yeah, yeah, and it's, they're calling it the Johnny Majors Classic because he coached both teams, so that's yeah. kind of cool. And they, and they'll reciprocate and come to Heinz Field next year, a little two game series, so that's fun. Tennessee kind of rebuilding on a down year, maybe, so Pitt, Pitt might be catching them at a good time. Hopefully, they get a big road win and move to two and zero. Baseball, we've talked about it. Pennant races are heating up. Uh, Blue Jays and Mariners and A's and Yankees and Red Sox all bunched up for that wild card. Exciting. I'd maybe love to see the Mariners sneak in and end that playoff drought, like I've mentioned. Um, Dodgers and Giants running away with the National League. Braves have gotten hot. Phillies and Mets are creeping back in that wild card race, and so are the Cardinals. I wrote the Cardinals off, Bronson, and said, why are they buyers? Why are they getting Jay Happ and John Lester? They find themselves only three games out of the second wild card, so I'm eating my words there. The Cardinals are right in it. I told you they weren't going to go away. Yeah, and the Cardinals, Adam Wainwright's found the fountain of youth, and the Cardinals are, uh, you know, they, they were trying to get Max Scherzer, who since the Dodgers, they were the winner of that lottery. He's been lights out. Probably the Cy Young favorite now that Jacob deGrom hasn't come back. Max Scherzer at 37 is uh, showing all the young guys that he's still the, the best pitcher in the game, and at least in the National League. So a lot of fun pennant races. Otani's cold off, sadly, Bronson. Uh, so excited about him. I mean, he's been pretty good on the mound, so... It's just showing that he can do both, but the bats cooled off. I think he's like, you know, it's like four or five for his last 40, um, only like two or three homers in the last uh, three, four weeks. Um, uh, he's got 42. I, I'm really at 43. Maybe I'm hoping he can get to 50 because a 50 home run season would just be amazing if he can just get that round number of a 50 homer, 100 RBI season with the pitching stats. It's just going to tie a bow on probably maybe the best season in the history of the game. If he can get to 50, 100, and then add that to his pitching stats. He went eight innings of like one run ball on the mound the other night. So, you know, if he's slumping at the plate, he's doing it on the mound. He's just, he's still amazing. And uh, lastly, Bronson in the world of golf, 
I haven't I haven't followed golf a lot lately. I, I watched the majors. I didn't see a couple of the tournaments after. I didn't see the tour championship. I believe Patrick Cantlay won. Um, but the Ryder Cup is coming up on on the set September the 24th. Um, it's one of the most exciting events in golf, USA versus Europe. Uh, it's a team event, which is kind of cool. You don't see that in golf ever. The roster got announced today, so check that out. I didn't get a chance to see who made the U.S. squad, but I think the big boys are all there. Hopefully Kepka. Uh, DeChambeau, Finau. Yeah, rivals, they got to work together now. Right, right. So check out the roster and, and be sure to check out that on the 24th. So, uh, Bronson, in our last seven minutes here, we, we're, we're wrapping this up. Perfect timing for my draft. I'll let you uh, jump in with some, I, th- I believe, some AEW talk, some wrestling. Yeah, Frank, I'm glad you gave me some time here. I figured we we're going <laughs> to time it So, timed out perfectly. Mm-hmm. AEW had its uh, basically its WrestleMania, you, if you will. They're, they're their first debut pay-per-view long time ago, well, before it became AEW, was called All In. Since then, every pay-per-view has been in Chicago at the Now Arena, formerly the Sears Center, where the Bulls NBA G League team plays. It's called All Out. Um, there was a lot of rumors going into the pay-per-view, Frank. Uh, this had the potential to be a huge hit because of uh, there had been some rumors uh, on the uh, the wrestling rumor sites that uh, they would be acquiring some new talent, and uh, it did not disappoint Frank Sunday. Um Kenny Omega, you know, the guy that I, I always talk about, we do our little ending as an homage to Kenny Omega. He's the Mexican AAA champion and the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. He would he would retain his title uh, after losing the Impact title to Christian Cage, formerly Christian in WWE. Uh, he lost that title, the Impact title to Christian on an episode of uh, the debut episode of uh, Rampage in Pittsburgh, which allowed Christian to get a AEW title shot against Kenny Omega at All Out. Um, Christian Cage could not, put, could not beat the mighty Kenny Omega twice. Kenny Omega retained the title and actually announced today, Frank, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, the top 500 wrestlers in the world. Kenny Omega ranked number one. So a little shout out again to Kenny Omega. But um, uh, the Elite, it's a group with the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Gallows Anderson. Um, there is a former NXT champion, Frank, that was rumored to have signed a contract with uh, AEW, and it was kind of held in, in silence until uh, until this music hit uh, at the end of the show. Oh, what's up? Hold on. Technical, technical difficulty. Yeah, we got we got we got it. Got to crank up the volume when he did it. Okay, go ahead. And that theme music is the debuting theme music of Adam Cole, the uh, longest reigning WWE NXT champion in history. His contract was in doubt for the last uh, couple months of where he would end up. A lot of rumors maybe with that Vince McMahon really was going to push for him to stay in WWE. Um, but the allure, Frank, uh, Adam Cole, uh, uh, outside of wrestling dates, uh, uh, our, our pal uh, Britt Baker, say it with me, D M D. Uh, she, she, uh, her and Adam Cole are currently dating. So maybe thought that the idea of, uh, you know, being on the road with his, with his girlfriend, uh, could have learned. Plus, uh, the young bucks, Kenny Omega guys like that. There were Adam Cole, uh, came through the Indies with those guys. They're close friends of his. Would he make that ultimately make that jump? There had been some, um, some, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Decoy rumors that maybe he had re-signed with WWE. Uh, but then when WWE made a big announcement with the Adam Cole stuff was to not be acknowledged, a lot of people thought he would uh, debut it at, uh, at All Out, and he did. 
So that was a huge uh, acquisition there. CM Punk made his in-ring debut for the first time in seven years. I he saw defeated, that. Uh, a young up-and-coming wrestler, Darby Allen. Uh, he both guys uh, put on an excellent match. The Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. That's uh, um, Pento Sierra Miedo um, and uh, Ray Phoenix. Two amazing luchadors, Frank. Uh, it was a bloody cage match. There was a shoe with thumbtacks on it, which I used the super kick guys. <laughs> bloody. It was a battle, but it was probably one of the best cage matches I'd ever seen, Frank. Um, and not to also say, after Adam Cole debuted at the end of uh, All Out, uh, the biggest debut ended up being uh, Brian Danielson, Frank, the artist formerly known as Daniel Bryan, is now in All Elite Wrestling. Uh, and that's a heard huge that rumor. Deal. Heard that rumor. Yeah, and uh, and it's weird because uh, Daniel Bryan's uh, father-in-law, John Laurinaitis, is the head of talent relations for WWE. Uh, Brian Danielson is, is married to uh, uh, Brie Bella, one of the Bella twins. So a lot of people thought that was going to be in the back. He was going to stay with WWE. He did not. That, so Adam Cole. Uh, Brian Danielson, formerly known as Daniel Bryan, and CM Punk, all within three weeks, end up on AEW. The pay-per-view buy rates through the roof. It's the most uh, bought pay-per-view, not WWE affiliated since 1999. I think that was a WCW show. So Tony Khan is really uh, happy about that. He thanked the fans. Um, and Frank, as Chris Jericho tweeted last night, uh, the night that uh, all that went off the air, the game has changed. Uh WWE is not maybe financial peril, but I'm telling you right now, AEW, the momentum is swinging up. And uh, like you said, we said last show in the show before that, we could have a wrestling war again. And it, with every show, it appears it gets that much closer. Um, and Britt Baker, we, we didn't mention her. Britt Baker, DMD, the girl from Pittsburgh. Uh, she retained her AEW Women's World Championship, defeating Chris Statlander. Uh, Chris Statlander is a fantastic athlete, and she was out for a year with knee injuries. But her and Britt had an amazing match, tore the house down in Chicago. But, of course, Britt Baker came out on top. And Britt Baker will be facing another acquisition from WWE, Ruby Riot. But now she is Ruby Soho in AEW. She was the mystery woman in the women's uh, battle royal. And uh, she will face Britt Baker at a later time date to be determined. So keep an eye out for AEW, Frank. It's every show, it seems like it just gets bigger and bigger. Awesome, Bronson. Yeah, they're really starting to catch up to the WWE, getting some of the big names, getting some of the stars. So be interesting to see, like you said, if the the, the Monday Night Wars, uh, you know, can reek into when we kind of the monopoly of WWE owning the wrestling world comes to an end. So I know you're excited about it. You're starting to get me that itch to maybe turn it on more often. So, you know, exciting. Uh, great final thought. I'm, I'm, I always like to hear more about it. And we will. We will later time of day. I did go see a Seawolves game last Saturday, Frank, but I want to get Fun. into it at a later time of day. Big stories I want to share with that. We'll do that next episode. Get this back to you. I'm going to throw this to you to go to the show off the air. And we made your time. Thanks a lot, Bronson. Yeah, thank, I, I can squeeze in. I'm, I'm drafting sixth. So I have a, a minute till it starts, and then Maybe I'm the sixth draft pick. On the air. We'll, see so, we pick we'll probably have to. We'll go over my team the next time. I've, this is just a fun league, not with any friends, no money on the line. But we'll go over my team next next time matchup. But special thanks, as always, to Katie, my wife, who puts the show together. She'll be cutting the audio and getting this out in the next couple of days. Um, we have Justin McConnell, Nico Rocco, our next level nerd cohorts that kind of you know gave this show its leg. So always love to give them guys a shout out and uh, enjoy the football. Hopefully, you listen to this in. Uh, you know, between the, the, the Thursday night game and the Sunday slate of action, and we can uh, get back together next week or, or 10 days and, and talk about the week one of action. So 
thanks for joining us on our uh, NFL preview episode. Uh, give us some shout outs in the comments, like us, share us, um, and, and definitely join the debate. Uh, we'd love to hear your, your record predictions, your, your breakout players, things like that. So uh, love to see you on Twitter and Facebook and, and anywhere else. So, so thanks for everybody for listening and, and enjoy the football. It's going to be fun. Thanks. Thanks yeah. a lot, Bronson. Yeah, no problem. And for, and for Frank Conti, for Katie, for everyone, Frank said the thanks. I'm Bronson. I'm with to do it one more time. We bid you adieu. Until next time, goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Hockey. Throw me the baseball. Now toss me the pigskin. Now feed me the rock. Now give me the rock. <laughs>